0: Welcome back to another episode of Caps Off, presented by the Game Day. We got a we got a crazy booking today, but before we get into it, um, Matan's not here. He's battling a little bit of food poisoning, so we're gonna be without. Why would you eat leftover sushi? Well, because it's leftovers, and
1: he's staying true to his.
0: That's exactly why you don't.
2: Though it's sushi. No sushi, bro. bro. Leftover raw
1: fish, you just don't do.
2: Yeah, you can't do. That makes sense. Why don't we introduce our guest then? Yeah, no, let's
0: introduce yeah. our guest. So have today, we up got, up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> today we got a special guest, uh, none other than TikTok's number one NFL creator in Kevin Walsh. So Kevin, uh, welcome to Caps Off. Welcome to the show. Happy to have you.
3: Thanks guys for having me on. I appreciate it. We got some of the best personalities in the game, so I'm ready. I'm ready to talk some football. Um, I, I uh, you know, TikTok, man, I'm a TikToker, NFL TikToker, but... Um, I'm ready to talk with some of the best debaters in the game. Best debaters? That best debaters? That's, yeah. the, that's wow. the greatest I mean, intro I'm we've ever had. De- bro, a master debater, no <laughs> doubt. <of laughs> it.
2: Nah, he's lying so hard on our day, but it's okay. Kevin, how do you feel about leftover sushi, bro?
3: Leftover sushi? To be honest, I'm not even a sushi guy, so I can't oh, even speak a Good up. man.
1: Wait, what? No, sushi's overrated, bro. Sushi's so like, well, underrated. Kevin,
3: Kevin, no. you're, you're in Ohio, right? I
2: feel like they don't do sushi in Ohio. Yeah, no, su- sushi, pff, I don't know. It's just okay. It's more like a coastal thing.
1: Yeah, it's really good. It's really yeah. good when you get really good sushi, but really shitty sushi, uh, you go feel like shit. Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> only
2: have like, high end you sushi. Go get, you, you go get uh, your Walmart. The grocery store.
0: your, your
1: great value brand. I'm sushi. still hung Walmart. up on the, I'm sushi. I'm just, yeah. I did it once. Just I'm just
0: hung up on the fact that you just
1: said it's. Overrated or made or whatever. Overrated. That's crazy. See, she's not overrated. It's super. But
0: uh, Kevin, if uh, for our for people that are listening, if anyone is listening, uh, tell tell them a little bit about yourself and kind of how you got into it and and being a creator and, and where you're at right now.
3: Yeah, so I um, am still in college right now. Actually, I'm finishing up here at Ohio State. So oh, let's go Bucks! Go Bucks! Oh, wait, go! Oh, wait. Let's go. go. I-O. Io, there we go! Uh, <laughs> Ohio State Buckeye in the building. But uh, yeah, I started <laughs> making videos a few years ago while I was a freshman in college. And uh, there was a little bit of an opportunity on TikTok, uh, but people at the time were just making dancing videos, and sports was not as common on the app. So I feel like I definitely took advantage of the first mover first mover advantage on on the on the app. And mm-hmm. I'll be honest, my videos were trash um, at the time. I look back, <laughs> I can't even watch the old videos right now. But I'm just happy I started because uh, you gotta really just put yourself out there. But the last few years, I've just been trying to talk football I've really been able to enjoy it uh just talking football and trying to spread as much value as I can entertainment um share my opinion all that stuff but it's been really fun and I feel like I'm still just breaking into the industry but it's been a really good time yeah I mean
0: I think you're super humble for someone that has
3: 850,000 followers on TikTok that's a lot of fucking people (laughs) it is a lot of people sometimes I uh when I go to the NFL games I'm like man like this is one eighth of my audience. And it's kind of like, what's (laughs) that? It doesn't make a ton of sense. But um, sometimes I like to give myself a little reality check, pinch myself a little bit and understand how many people are really watching these videos because um, being able to meet people who recognize me and things like that, that's when it really means the most. And I can really kind of take somebody who's a fan and realize it's a real person rather than just a number. Um, But obviously we're on the road to 1 million. You got to reach that 1 million because uh, that'd definitely be one of my goals. What, what was your
1: first video that like popped off that you remember
3: so the first video that popped off it hit like nine million which was like Jesus. my biggest outlier by far uh it was a video i don't know if you guys remember but tyreek hill had the glove that had the peace sign on it oh yeah because um, he originally got fined for throwing up the peace sign so he made this right, he made the, the glove goal. with the peace sign so the whole hook of it was like tyreek hills trolling the nfl and it was just about how Tyreek was pretty much just doing a subtle fu to the league and throwing up his peace sign open hand as he crossed the goal line. People love that video. I think it was something they didn't really realize and people just found it really funny. Yeah, that was actually an awesome moment. I love that.
2: All right, so Kevin, what's the angle? What's the what? What's the goal? What's the angle? I thought you said angle. What's
3: the goal? What's the angle? I don't really know what the goal is. I think the goal is um, I really do enjoy doing a lot of uh, experiences like at games um, and getting involved with the league. I definitely find football is my sole focus. I really don't have a ton of interest talking about things outside of football when it comes to my sports lens. But um, I'd like to have um, a platform to continue to share my opinion on the league and share my thoughts around what's what's happening Um Not as I would like to stray a little bit more stray away a little more from being a news provider and a little bit more on um, getting into kind of what you guys are doing and sharing my thoughts um, and actually having more of an opinion in the league. But um, I think the goal is actually just to be able to work in sports and work in football my whole life, because I think um, that to me, I don't ever feel like I'm working a day if I'm talking about football.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it really well, does we're work. gonna give them a platform. Yeah, I was gonna say right this, so.
0: this is the right integration, man. To because this is, I feel like we're super opinionated, almost too opinionated. <laughs> oh, we're, way
1: too opinionated. We completely yeah, subjective. We're really dumb too. <laughs> yeah, so it's we're stupid. Good to bring
2: a, a smart opinion. Yeah, yeah
1: someone that knows what they're talking
0: about. Yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> you guys are
1: sh- big football minds. I just kind of talk and hope something sticks, man. At some point, <laughs> it takes, so we'll see. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah. So today is. Uh,
0: our, our Wednesday episode in the cafeteria—we like to call it as Jack uh, came up with. I actually, I actually came now. up
2: with that. Oh, I, you, Jack, I came up with that. You came up, and with Jack you? hated it, and you loved it. I'm gonna be it.
1: honest; I kind of like it now. Yeah, I know you. I've do. come around on it. Yeah. It used to suck. So yeah, yeah,
0: this is our cafeteria episode. As if like you're sitting in a cafeteria um, on those little benches, and we're gonna run through some factor caps. We're gonna get Kevin's some hot takes, um, as we like to do, and and kind of just see where the conversation goes. I know we got a couple of good. Good questions that we can do. We do.
2: We do. So many. Should we start
0: it off with a factor cap? Let's go. All right, factor cap. Aaron Rodgers on the Niners makes them an automatic Super Bowl favorite. They
1: it makes them the best team ever. So it's a fact? Facts. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Uh, yeah.
3: Kevin, what do you think? Oh, that's that's fact for sure. That roster is already stacked. If you throw Rodgers in there with Shanahan, dude, that I can't even imagine that offense. It would be so lethal. Bro, you could probably lead lead him to a playoff
1: win. Like, honestly.
3: (laughs) Well, we saw it with Purdy. You know, Purdy walks in there and can't even lose a game. If you throw Rodgers in there, who knows how to win? Fact, fact, fact. It's all over. Well,
0: I think what people forget about the Aaron Rodgers potential Niners talk is that two years ago before they traded for Trey – or before they drafted Trey Lance, I should say, on draft day, they called to get Aaron Rodgers, and the Packers turned them down. So now you have it two years later, them revisiting that – And kind of being a sleeper team because you have the Jets almost playing or really the Packers playing hardball in this instance. So what are the chances even that Aaron Rodgers could be a 49er, I guess?
1: It's slim, I feel like.
2: Yeah, it's slim. But as this thing with the Jets keeps taking longer and longer, it's like you have a team kind of sneak up in the background. I feel like yeah. that always happens. There's always if, like the lead front runner and then things aren't as clear as you think it, they were yeah. when they first was reported. And then that that guy, that, that team or that guy in the, right like behind the, the, the Niners, curtain is there, ready to go.
1: Thing is, it's a business. Like at the end of the day, the Packers are going to do what's best for them. They don't give a shit if they told the Jets before, hey, we're going to do a deal with you. If the Niners come in with a better deal, they're just going to straight up take it. Yeah, like, It doesn't matter. Well,
0: going back to the question, I think it is a fact. I don't think that's anyone's gonna question that. You know, I think Aaron Rodgers on that team makes a lot more sense than him going to the Jets because the Jets are such a young culture. And whereas in San Francisco, they've been established, they have a leader in Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch there as the GM and so many other weapons, I think it would actually be the best move for his career to go home than it would be to actually go to New York.
1: And and at the very least, you have veterans like Trent Williams who've been there in the league forever that like will check Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and, like, Make sure Aaron Rodgers isn't kind of like, I don't know, trying to be the alpha only guy.
2: You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, that's the difference is like you go to New York, you're going to be the oldest man in the room and like yeah. almost you're going to have to command respect from yeah. a bunch of youngins who I think would be ready for him because they sure. want him. Yeah, for sure. Like Sauce Gardner and Brees Hall, they all want him. But he goes to San Francisco, you have other veterans there, like you mentioned, Trent Williams, even guys who have been in the league just for like-
1: Like Kyle Ushak's been for almost 10 years. Yeah, but
2: even the Debos who's been there for like four or five years- The It's still, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's going into an organization that is like set, that is, That has been to, what, the NFC Championship last year? Yeah. Yeah, Was that it?
1: Championship last year, two years before that, Super Bowl two years before that. uh,
2: It's a fact. They'd be the best team in football. All they were missing was, and all they're still really missing is that quarterback, Mm -hmm. and they would get a guy that's a year removed from back-to-back MVPs. Whether they're the greatest team ever, though, that's another question. But they would be up there.
1: But the best part about this whole thing for Aaron Rodgers is that if he joins the 49ers, they can't beat him in the playoffs. Ah, so he's good to go. He's got that monkey uh,
2: off his back. That's right.
1: Now Super Bowl bound. Kevin, what do you think makes more sense for Aaron Rodgers'
0: career, regardless of where he wants to go—going to the Niners or going to the pa- uh, going to the Jets?
3: Oh, I would say Niners for sure. Um, I think if he could get that, sec- uh, get that another Super Bowl ring, that would be so nice. Because, dude, the Jets and the AFC—that's we know it's the AFC so tough right now. Loaded. NFC, the path to the to the Super Bowl is just so much easier. Um, and the Niners, their one, I think the Niners one issue has always been with the quarterback kind of Felipe, you were mentioning it. Um, they've had so much drama around the quarterback mm. position. That's been like a huge distraction to the team. Um, it's why they made calls for Rogers a couple of years ago. Um, so I think it's been kind of their kryptonite, that quarterback and the drama around it. If they knew Rogers was their guy for the next two to three years, I think the team would be able to have a lot of trust in him and understand like, we are that team. We have no more drama. And I think they'd actually win a ring or two.
0: Yeah, we, we, we've debated about this so many times because you always say that the Jets are a quarterback away and I, I feel strongly that they're not a quarterback away. I think it, it solves a lot of their issues, but they're not. But the one team that's always been a quarterback away and is definitively the quarterback away is the San Francisco 49ers. So I know it's been floated around. It's probably unlikely to happen, but I would definitely go as far as saying that that would be the best move for Aaron Rodgers career right now. Currently, I just don't know if it's going to Happens. Why would you trade him to the NFC?
2: So quickly, though, what, what what were the specifics around the the Niners reaching out to Green Bay a few years ago? Like, what were they willing to give up? Doing I don't know not-
0: what they were willing to give up. But my guess is that if you traded because that was the trade with the Dolphins where they traded up to three, yeah, you mean, were probably willing to float the third pick to Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers. That that would be my guess. Why else, you know, would you? Was, I don't know. I mean, would, they,
1: they float around getting like these veteran guys, too. Like they almost signed Tom Brady when he was a free agent. They of with the Bucks, like I don't know.
2: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this though. Uh Rogers, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk, like that, that is nasty.
1: Yeah. I mean
2: probably NPS the best
1: left <laughs> tackle in the game, too. <laughs> Kyle Yuschet. That's oh. you're talking
2: about like 90s Cowboys rosters, like is what you're talking about. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers on this 49ers
0: team with those skill positions, by far the best. Skill team in the NFL. All right, I think we all agree. Yeah. All right. Well, that was an easy one. All right. Next one up. Factor cap. If Tyree Hill retired today, he'd be a Hall of Famer lock. Speaking of freaking Tyree Hill,
2: I'm gonna go fact. I'm, I'm gonna go fact. I, I he has done what he had, what he's had to do. I like. I'm a big proponent of you need longevity. And look, Calvin Johnson was first ballot, and I didn't even think he had enough longevity to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, even though he was. Maybe the most dominant receiver that we've seen, but Tyreek Hill has won a Super Bowl. He's led the league in receptions, I believe, a couple of times. Mm-hmm. He's led the league in yards. Uh, when you tried to say that it's all because of Patrick Mahomes, he goes to Miami and does it with Tua. Has a better and even and has more it, it, has has more success. Yeah, so I think part of the reason that we maybe wouldn't want to put him in that Hall of Fame category is also because he's not your stereotypical receiver. He's not the the prototype at the position. He's a smaller guy. After the league has really become pass heavy, and you got all these slot guys coming in, but Tyreek does it all from his size. Yeah, he's five ten, but he he plays inside, he, he plays outside, he runs the whole route tree, he does jump balls, yeah. which is which is crazy. And so I'm gonna say, yeah, I think he's a Hall of Famer. Um, I say
1: borderline fact. I just don't know, like, how hard is it to make the NFL Hall of Fame? It's really hard. Is it like because like MLV is really fucking hard? I'm a baseball guy, so like, um, shameless plug. No, I'm just saying in general. So I like, I compare it to that where it's like the hardest thing to do. I would say, yeah, he probably is. What would you say, Kevin? He probably needs another year, I think. But
3: my initial thought right when you said it was fact, um, mainly because Levi mentioned Super Bowl champ, you add that in, he's done it with a second team. I also just think. When you think about the Hall of Fame and you think about the players that kind of change the game, yeah, Tyreek, Tyreek's a game changer. He's always going to be viewed as the guy who um, made a case for the small guy who has the speed and the route running who can just settle down those little pockets in the zone coverage. So I think I think you may, I think he's in uh, just because of his game-changing ability and also I think the NFL Hall of Fame is getting a lot easier to get into. Um, he's viewed as one of the top guys for the decade.
0: That's exactly what I was thinking. By game saying game. it's just like he's the Steph Curry yeah, of the NFL. He's
1: revolutionized
0: He's re-revolution. Yeah, exactly. He revolutionized the game. People are looking for the next Tyreek kill. Jalen Waddle gets the comparison That's strike. True. Every single team is like who's going to be that next Tyreek? Who could have that change Henry of Ruggs. that change of pace? Yeah, that Ray, speed. Ray Henry, yeah. They tried. <laughs> like, well, Ruggs was supposed to be that guy. I'm just so, saying. Yeah, I don't know. Else, I would yeah. I would say I would say fact. Even if he only played six or seven years, and I think at the, at the end it would be 10 years in the NFL after that 2025 contract. But just for the impact, like Kevin said, to me, he's he's a, a Hall of Fame lock.
2: Yeah, I mean, he did change the game. Like, like you said, teams are trying to find the next Tyreek all the time. And I think just in that aspect, when you change the game like, like Tyreek did – your hall of famer
0: quickly, Kevin. Where would you put Tyreek Hill in those top five wide receivers? Is he a top five wide receiver? Because for me, I have him at one or two. You're Jack doesn't have him at one. one. Yeah, I said all year I have him at one. No, you didn't. Yes, you I, did. let's no, go back. I
1: mean,
2: you, you just said Justin
0: Jefferson was one. Yeah. No, I said people would say it. I said there's a lot of people. Would say you it. really I think Tyreek
2: is one. better than
1: Justin Jefferson? Yeah, I do. Oh my. All god. All right,
2: let's all do right, it. Kevin. Screen.
1: Cook him.
3: I, I, I put it. him in the back end of the top five. Yep. Um, yeah, I think. I'm a Devonte Adams guy through and through. Same. I think he's better. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Jamar the edge and Justin Jefferson. I put oh, him more in the digs, Tyreek in like the four or five same. range. That's, that's where I'd go. Um, yep. But I, I think you're really splitting hairs with those guys. Where's Cooper Cup? Mm. Gosh, I just forget about him, man. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, just now a Now with the bad team right, too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe maybe I'm it.
3: on, it on Cup. I know there's the argument that, oh, man, can he do it outside is he do, does, as well as he does in the slot? Yeah, he can Cooper Cup's probably in that digs Tyreek in the 4 5 yeah. six range yeah. for me right He's now. Sure. Great route runner. Yeah. I agree. All right.
2: We were talking about this off, off, <laughs> off camera uh, and you, you brought it up. You brought their names up together, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Who do you think is better?
3: <laughs> um. I, I got to go Justin Jefferson. I got to go yeah. Justin Jefferson. I, oh, I know, no. I I don't. I think people can just, dis- like, it's really a 50-50. Yeah, it is. Uh, he's doing it with Kirk as his quarterback. That's a good um, point. And I find that go. his ability to just find a way to get open across the middle on these deep crossers, mm-hmm. guys know that they have to double team him, and he just still finds a way to go for 100, 150 in a lot of games. Um, I think Chase still, if I had to really pick, I think Chase can still rely on some of those Moss catches, but I, don't, I, I think consistently Justin Jefferson shows up play after play.
0: Well, JJ is the better route runner, and we're seeing in today's NFL a lot more technicalities allowing you to become one of the better wide receivers. So, I, what we were talking about it off screen, I think it's like a preferencing, right? Because Jamar fits more the prototypical alpha wide receiver one type of build, whereas JJ is that technical Stefan Diggs AB shake you type of person, and that's why he's getting open and being consistently able to produce. But then I take it a step further. If Justin Jefferson had Joe Burrow, would he be definitively like light years ahead of of Jamar Chase, or how would you how would you factor in Joe Burrow in that one?
3: It'd be definitive. I wouldn't even question it because I can't even. Guys, there's so many times we watch the Vikings games and you see Justin Jefferson just shaking his head after some horrible ball work, <laughs> yeah. and he's he's like, you just chucked it in the dirt, and like, what is happening right now? Joe Burrow is not doing that. I, I think it wouldn't even be close.
2: Let's put some respect on Kirk Cousins' name, guy. Come on. How much respect? <laughs> you yeah, <laughs> right. He gets the perfect amount of respect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, He's no. properly rated. He's I will one say of the rare guys. Speaking of – bringing it back to Tyreek, though, one thing we got to give Tyreek credit for is that he wasn't always a go-route runner. Mm. He, was all, he was always very explosive, and that's what
1: – You learn how to use it.
2: You got you to gotta learn how to use it. And I think part of the reason yeah. that Tyreek doesn't get the love that he gets is p- particularly because of his speed. Because we're a lot of people are gonna say, oh, he's a burner. Like Jack has said it a few times. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, he oh, is. he's like fast boy. Like that's fast boy.
1: I do call him fast boy all the time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but he can have that strength and still be a good route runner, and he's developed into a really good route Certainly. runner. And so I think that's what kind of has separated him from the pack. But to your point, Jamar Chase, though. Jamar Chase, yes, is more explosive than Justin Jefferson, but he's a better route runner than Tyreek Hill. I think Jamar Chase can Jamar Chase is really fucking good.
0: Yeah, I don't think anyone's we know gonna, that, though. I don't think anyone's it's really disagree yeah, with He's that. okay. Yeah. I also put Tyree, if I wasn't a Dolphins fan, Tyree wouldn't be one. Let's 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 call it what it is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's called space Spade. Space, space. space All right. Next factor yeah. cap. JSN will be the only good wide
3: receiver out of this draft.
2: I'm curious to hear what Kevin Jackson, has to say Smith watching Ohio State closely. G-G-Buck.
3: JSN only good receiver out of the draft. Definitely not. There's too many receivers. There's too many receivers yeah. that go in the draft to be the only good one. Um, now, yeah. I do think he's light years ahead of the rest. I, I, I yeah. do think JSN is... He is him. JSN, I watched him, all like not this past year, but the year before. JSN, his route running is crazy. If you watched him, the Utah game in the, in the Rose Bowl, um, he has everything you want in NFL receiver right now. That kind of smaller bill, but the route running is just so fine-tuned. Those Ohio State receivers are looking good, and I I think he's a lock to be one of like the top twelve receivers before we know it.
0: Well, I like that. I agree. I I I, I feel like a lot of
3: people are pairing him up
1: too, like in the draft with CJ Stroud. Like teams that have an early pick and then a later first round pick, putting them together would be fucking. That'd be like a Jamar Joe Burrow type of thing. But the re
2: I,
0: I would say cap in terms of the factor caps because it's always been my argument that the wide receivers are so loaded in today's like just college NFL pool that talent you know it, talent's never been a question so all these guys come into the league even if you don't have the right development staff around you you could become at the later half of your career a better wide receiver um but when it comes to jsn we were just talking about technical wide receivers guys that are great route runners and what that's why they're in the top you know five top seven in terms of being in the nfl and i think jsn we saw his three cone three drill three cone drill you know what i'm saying hey. <laughs> their three cone drill was crazy so uh, i don't know what it was, well, so. yeah, <laughs> that,
3: it was kevin doesn't
2: know but adam it was, was Adam was raving about Jaden's three cold drill. It was like uh, the
1: eighth best by a, a, a receiver since two thousand and seven yeah, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it was crazy. And, it was
2: but crazy. He, was he is a great route runner, absolutely. And the one knock on him has been that, like, is he going to be able to play outside? And that's where you want your alpha receivers. True. Justin Jefferson's a great route runner, as yeah, we yeah. talked about, but he can play all over the field. As can C. D. Lamb. As can a Tyreek Hill. So you can Jaden play outside?
1: He just casually slips CD in there.
0: A, I I'm I'm
2: like CD more than the,
1: the average fan, so I I
0: don't hate on him. Every slipping. time I
2: bring up names, you act like I'm ranking them, bro. We're just talking about play style. CD <laughs> can play all over the field, but JSN, the one knock on him is, and the one just concern, I guess, is can he play outside? Uh, but I think even if he can't, he's the best receiver in this draft, and I think there's reason to believe that he'll be the only good receiver in this draft. I'll be the opposite guy I'll say fact even though like you said receiver receiving classes now there's so many good ones but there's no one else standing out like Jordan Addison there was a lot of hype around him now there's like not as much anymore he's like really small I think he weighed in at like 170 like that's tiny you have like Hollywood Brown type type size and then uh, Quentin Johnston's just raw as hell like Yes, he has ability, but can he put it together?
1: Yeah, Zay Flowers, people are trying to take a flyer on, but they're Zay really Fla- not sure. It, that's the low. thing,
2: right? It's a bunch of flyers after JSN. JSN, I think, is a sure product. He still might not even be the first wide receiver drafted, which is crazy. Because teams like banking on upside. Yeah, but right. JSN is as complete as it gets. And so, I, I mean, as far as like confidence that one guy's going to pop off, I think, I think JSN's that guy. And I don't know if anyone else is.
0: Yep. Well said, Felipe. Thank you, bro. All Appreciate right, it. back to cap. CJ Stratton will be the best Ohio State quarterback ever. Cap. In the NFL. By the way, let's clarify. In the NFL, he will be the best. Huge cap.
2: Huge cap? What, who you got, Jack, then? Joe Burrow. <laughs> <Jack> <laughs> you I, I knew
1: He was third street. All right, exclude, <laughs> exclude, exclude <laughs> Joe Burrow. Oh, well, that's a tough one, Now They didn't really have shit. I'll say cap.
0: I think Justin Fields is better. Allen Justin Fields is so underappreciated and yeah. underrated. It's not even funny.
1: I don't know. I mean, CJ Stroud is so damn accurate. Like he he could fit the ball into a tiny little nick- hole the size of a nickel. Yeah. I don't know. I want to know ca- what you're. It's, getting-
3: cap. it's cap. It's cap. Yeah. I well, yeah. I I do understand. Ohio State quarterbacks just have not done well in the league. Mm-hmm. They have not. And I think it's going to be mainly between Fields, Fields and Stroud, but. I do have Stroud as my number one quarterback by far in this draft. I think he's on his own tier above Bryce Young. Like I only really no know. Bias no bias detected. No bias. Yeah, no bias. But um, no, he's accurate though. He he can sit in the pocket and can just dice teams up. Um, I think he's more mobile than people realize, even though he didn't showcase yes. it like a ton. He used it in the Georgia game. You can see that he can do it. He's just got to get past a little bit of the mental barrier with that. But he can make all the long throws to the sideline. Um I think it's calf. I know I'm kind of like talking up CJ Stroud just because I think Justin Fields is kind of 50, 50 with them. It's a 50, 50 shot. Um, fields can run it. And if they get better, if they get some better surrounding cast around him, I think fields could do it. But it also depends on the situation. I mean, Stroud, he's got to be drafted to the right team. That's one of the biggest yeah, things. with these always. quarterbacks. You got to be in the right yeah. fit. And if he, if he gets on that team, like, I don't know about the Panthers. Uh, I don't know. Their defense is okay. But if the fit isn't right, he's not going to be the best ever.
1: Where do you want him to go then, like as an Ohio State fan?
3: Oh, well, if I, as an Ohio State fan, I think he would do really well on the Raiders. I think if you Ooh. put him with Devontae Adams yeah. and you put him in Josh McDaniel's system, he has that dice it up, can follow what the coaches mm. think, go through his reads, exactly what Josh McDaniels would want. And then I also think yeah. uh, the Raiders with the receiving core right now, it's still very good. Uh, I think that'd be a really mm-hmm. good system for him to be able to succeed he, in.
1: And there's no pressure to start right away either when you have Jimmy G there too. Like That'd be good.
0: I think it makes – but if you if, if it's strictly based off of places he should go that he could develop, it's definitely not Houston, I'll tell you that. No. <laughs> but if he goes to Carolina with Frank Reich and Josh McCown, I think they have an underrated supporting cast in the Adam Thielen, DJ Char, Terrace Marshall – um, who else They they Miles got Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. They got a nice like supporting cast there. I think C.J. Stroud could actually be really good in Carolina, but I definitely don't think it's it's a fact to say that he's going to be the best Ohio they State quarterback. They got, like a,
1: what, the 11th
3: pick too or so? Wait,
0: or? I got to – why would you say C.J. Stroud's light year is better than Bryce Young? Yeah, wait,
3: we just let that one go. We we're
0: just going to let that slide?
3: Yeah. yeah. We're, no, you ain't going to let it slide. I think C.J. Stroud – I do like the playmaking ability of, of Bryce Young. Um, he kind of has that it factor – I am concerned, though, uh, about his honestly, I'm concerned about his size. I'm gonna be honest, especially heading, heading to the Texans. I know they re-signed Laramie Tunsil, um, but when it comes okay. to being better as a prospect for the league, uh, I think Stroud checks every box, where to me, Bryce Young does not. Uh, so I, that's why I think it's light years ahead. But when it came to their performance in college, uh, very, very comparable. I think if Stroud wins two different games, like if he beats Michigan those two years, uh, I think he's back-to-back Heisman champion – or Heisman winner instead of uh, Bryce Young getting one of them.
1: I mean, it's fair, but he, he was humbled against yeah. Michigan.
3: Like, I was at the game this year. That
1: sucked. My sister went to Ohio State. So I like Ohio State. Oh, yeah. That was terrible. I should have won. I almost went. To, had an Ohio
2: State So what do you think about uh, – I saw the latest mock draft, actually. Uh, actually, Mike Renner, shout-out PFF, who we're going to have on the pod soon, too, too. Uh, did his mock draft through PFF, and he had the number one quarterback – going first overall being Anthony Richardson. So how do you feel about a guy like Anthony Richardson going ahead of CJ Stroud?
3: So Richardson, I see the upside. I'm just, I'm really nervous about him. I'm really nervous. And if a team thinks like you can take him one, because I do think that's in the realm of possibilities for him, that he is by far the best quarterback from this draft class. If he can tweak a few of his things, uh, especially decision-making, but It's not worth that pick to me, Um, especially when you have a guy that has, has the build of like Stroud who's there and like ready to go and has most of the qualities you would want in your starting quarterback. Uh, Anthony Richardson, I see his athleticism, but I kind of see it a little bit as this pro day combine hype that people just want to create that he's the next Newton or whatever it is. Um, When in reality, he has not shown it at all to me and through his play at Florida that he deserves that spot.
1: Yeah, I I don't get the Cam Newton comparisons at all because like Cam Newton well, a won the high, I mean, won the natty. Like Anthony Richardson didn't do anything close to that. But
0: I think people are comparing him because of the like the yeah, physical qualities. The, the qualities.
1: physical it's like qualities, like the strength, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah, shoulders. Yeah, but he does everything Cam did way worse. Like yeah. it just I don't
2: know. no, his body of work is not great. Horrific! But neither, it's terrible. But his body of work is more comparable to a Josh Allen than a Cam Newton. Yes. So yeah. you you compare him in stature. With and just yeah his physical abilities with Cam Newton and then you compare his body work with Josh Allen and you're like, well those are two pretty good quarterbacks and and we'll take our chance. Uh, it makes sense.
3: Right. Have we seen two? Have we seen like a running, like a quarterback who uses his rushing game, like who hasn't played great in college, really succeed? I know you mentioned Josh Allen and he definitely is one of them, but like yeah, I think that's the only Cam, one. Newton, that's Cam Newton, super successful in college. Lamar yeah. Jackson, super successful in college. Zach I'm just Wilson, trying to think. you guys think of
2: anybody
1: else? Info. Uh, I, 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 I we were trying to think about this like a month or so. We were talking about it. I'm like I
3: can't think of anyone besides nah, Josh Allen. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. how was Vic in college? I, I'm like too, I'm too young for this. Like I don't even know. Vic, Vic, an, a, Vic
2: made a national championship. Yeah, I, I, believe think,
3: I say I
1: think Tech was pretty damn good.
3: Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, first
0: overall pick too. Well, this one, uh, this one came out in the news, I think a couple days ago, or maybe even yesterday, but uh, yeah. fact to cap, the Patriots should move on from Mac Jones
3: Oh, I'm sit back man. And this one.:
2: Kevin, are you a Patriots fan? I have reason to believe that you are maybe. or am I tripping?
3: So you are tripping. If you want to know who I'm a fan of, I'm a Raider fan. Um, oh, that's, that's why. why he's fucking right. fuck. Right. but, right. he's um, technically that's Patriots 2.0, but, um, with Wait, the why Mac are you, Jones factor, why are you a app, say fan? that again, why are you why a, a Raider, Raider fan? fan? It's really weird, man. I got no ties to, uh, uh California or, Ve- or Vegas. I was hoping simply. you'd you from the Bay. That'd be nice. Yeah. I'm no, thinking. I'm not. Dad became a fan when he was younger, bandwagon back in the eighties. Yeah, and then I, uh, land, I hopped on, but Hey, I'm not a bandwagon cause I was second generation. So, second, it's true. You, you can't, can't really bandwagon Raider Raiders, Raiders right now, anyway. They're not good yeah, enough for that. you can that. Be a bandwagon all you want right now. I don't care. <laughs> I know. I've had I've had two playoff games in, in my uh, in my fandom, so uh, it's oh, been it's God. been a rough one. But um, hey. yeah, being a Raider fan's been tough. But I, I'm trying to find hope through the little things, and uh, maybe Jimmy G and his win his wins in San Fran. Hey, as a Niner fan, know. Jimmy G
1: Jimmy G's a lot better than people think. I think you'll be all right.
3: Yeah, oh, with I a good supporting
1: cast, but they have around. one. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, Not yeah, defense. But. All yeah. right. So Mac Jones.
0: Uh, what was the question? Factor cat. Matt. The Patriots should move on from Mac Jones. Cat. 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 It's a cat.
2: What are we doing? Not yet. Right. Like we gotta. We Unless gotta, you get like, Lamar. How? Well, yes. Uh, yeah. No shit. <laughs> if you get Lamar, get the, you ship him the fuck out. Like a live, express delivery. Is that what they call it? Keep okay. Mac. What you did last year to him was so disrespectful. You brought in a defensive coordinator to be the offensive coordinator to call plays. You're going to expect them to perform well with the defensive coordinator calling plays. Like, it's just not going to happen. Not to mention the lack of weapons that you put around him. The run game is good. You can plug and play anybody, and it's going to be good in the run game, but the receivers aren't there. So, I mean, you help them out a little bit, I guess. You bring in Juju. I still want them to make a move for another wide receiver. But now at least you bring in Bill O'Brien, who can actually call plays and has had success in New England and elsewhere as well. So uh, now you can actually judge him objectively. To get rid of him after you had a D.C. calling plays makes no sense. I agree. I think it's, it's an easy cap. They, they normalize not
0: moving off from a quarterback after like three years. Like Let's put the r- proper talent around them. Let's, let's see
1: what they can do. I say fact. I think Bailey Zappy looked better last oh, year. Oh, that's true. I, I, it's, it's Zappy hour, bro. I'm telling you, I think Zappy's that guy. Broke Joe Burrow's record in college at Western
3: Kentucky. Most yards ever in a season. Come on. I'm going cap because he's still your first round quarterback that you took. Um, and you give him a great uh, great situation, year one with McDaniels, and then year two, like Felipe said, you're going to a D coordinator as your uh, play caller. I think if any other coach had done that, they would be getting so much more heat from this if it wasn't yeah, Bill Belichick. I don't funner. know why we're giving him a pass on this. One of the worst decisions we've seen in like a hire, a coaching hire. But uh, I'm going to say cap. But it is funny, though, because I was at that um, that Bears-Patriots uh, Monday Night Football oh, game man. where Zappi came in mid-game. Yeah. And I, was, I remember I was sitting in the crowd and – just hearing all the Zappy chants during the game, it, I felt so embarrassed for Mac Jones. Like seeing yeah, him on the dude. sideline, everybody's chanting Zappy every time he throws an incompletion. Um, I don't, maybe that I don't know if the fans are moved on from Mac Jones that they just are done with him. But I'm gonna say Cap because I still think Mac there's, Jones has something to show. But I was, I was embarrassed for him in that Bears game. There,
1: there's something about Mac Jones. I don't know what it is. He just I, feels so bland. I agree with you. Well, been like out. he feel. Yeah, he feels like vanilla ice cream, where you're like, yeah, it's fine, it'll do the job. Like, there's way better options out there, yeah, but, they, you know, you a, get it done.
0: When he was at Alabama, they had a ton of toppings on the vanilla, and that's what makes vanilla better, is because you can put a ton of toppings on it. But yeah. now in New England, it's still just vanilla. Like, it's if you bland. make it a
1: beer, it's a Budweiser, it's fine. Yeah. You know, it's good old American <laughs> beer, but it's really not gonna what you want. There was right? a stat
0: I saw on Twitter that was comparing Bailey, jo- uh, Bailey Zappi to Mac Jones. Now, I don't really uh, can tell oh, you what EPA chart. means, but it says each team's EPA, per play split by quarterback. So essentially it's comparing each team's quarterbacks, just follow me, follow I'm me, trying. starter and backup. And obviously Bailey Zappi had a smaller sample size, but it's comparing EPA which per play, which is like, I know it's important, but I, I don't know the what the it metric, means. Yeah. yeah, it's an important one. Uh, Bailey Zappi was better than Mac Jones and light years. Mac Jones was kind of like closer I'll to, Mac Jones was closer to like a Zach Wilson and Bailey Zappi was higher. Now it's a smaller sample size, but Ooh. in a vacuum, Bailey Zappi showed that even in this shitty, Ooh you know, OC-like yeah. mentality that he was able to perform, wow, but it was a small sample size. So that's interesting. It, it's an interesting thing. <laughs> I don't think you could give up on Mac Jones just yet, but I think it's interesting. Took a tour of Skyler Thompson. I know, right? <laughs> that's funny. Sounds yeah, man, I mean, look,
2: when you an analyze quarterbacks, I don't care about anything. All I care about is EPA. I wake up, I think about AP, EPA. Don't forget about DVOA. I go to bed, I think about EPA, and then the DVOA, sometimes I consider as well. This is the kind of podcast Kevin, we are. Kevin, we talk about statistics. Kevin. We don't even know what the fuck Kevin, they mean. But yeah. Adam, Adam put much validity into hold this Hold on,
0: hold on, hold on. Kevin, do you know what EPA or DVOA is?
3: I've, like, seen them on Twitter, but I haven't, like, dove in them. Into that's that how, it's a, made that's up how a we
2: all are. It's that, a made-up stat. That, that's how we all are. We all, we all have seen it on Twitter. <laughs> but that's but all, all that matters. EPA is expected points added. Uh,
1: That's like war in baseball season. Yeah, so
2: it's, EPA is actually a real stat. <laughs> it's, it's a real stat. It, it's 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 good. It's you know it's it's what are you bringing to? It really analyzes your performance based off of like points and what you're bring to your offense. It's like what we talked about in the past with quarterbacks. Like war who, with baseball. Like war with baseball, yeah. Yeah. No, that's a relevant stat. It's a relevant yeah, stat. Good yeah, shit, yeah. Adam.
0: Thanks, thanks, thanks. All right. Ah, fuck. You gotta cut your nails. Bro, it's so short right now. Something I hit. Ow. <laughs> all right, this is a good one. This is a good conversation to have. Uh, we're moving on from fact of calves into the purely hypotheticals, but all
2: right,
0: Kevin. Pick one quarterback to give the match to. Justin Herbert. Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, or Jalen Hurts? So easy. easy. You said to give the what to? To to give the max to. Like a max contract. You can only pick
3: one. Give the max. And you said Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. Repeat them again. Joe Burrow,
0: Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, and Jalen Hurts. You could only give the max to one quarterback. So easy.
3: Oh, Joe Burrow. Yeah, it's the easiest. Joe Burrow. I'm in Ohio the Cincinnati oh, Bengals sense. have been a lifeless franchise my entire life. People, Joe Burrow has made Bengals fans actually be able to feel like they have something there. Um, the amount of money he's bringing into that team and the amount of um, just excitement, Joe Burrow deserves that max 1,000%. Um, I, I would not give it to anybody else.
1: I, I, I don't think it's really that close. The only other person you could maybe make an argument for is Trevor Lawrence, I think. You're not going to give it to Jalen Hurts because he's a rusher. He might get hurt doing that. And Joe Burrow, out of the next three guys, is the only one that's been to a Super Bowl that's won multiple playoff games. I, mean, I
0: could very well no, give it to I said L- beside Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I'm not going to say because he's, he's. But one he's a of the rusher. biggest reasons you're taking Joe Burrow is because they made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Jalen Hurts made it to Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts is more of a candidate. rusher. He could get hurt. I get that, but if, if it's strictly about their performance on the field, one was an MVP candidate, one was not. One made it to Joe, the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow, and the other made it to the Super, Super Bowl. Joe
1: Burrow's been in the MVP conversation the last two years. We'll he, hasn't, been, he, hasn't so been, he hasn't been top three. Yeah, yeah. So is Tua. We're not going to sit here and be We're like, no, Tua. T-
0: But but that's my point. Is that just because you're in the conversation doesn't actually make you in the conversation. Who
1: are you taking, Adam? Like just to to, to so you to better be a, t- you better be taking Hurts after you say.
0: Well, no, just to be a contrarian, I would probably I would probably pick Trevor Lawrence.
2: I would pick Trevor Lawrence without blinking. Oh,
1: really? You think he's that much better than Brown? Oh, he's
3: a, could, he was. That's a, fucking he was, crazy.
2: He was. A, he's, could you do this whole thing without blinking, though? No, I can't. I'm, I blink a lot. So
1: by saying that, you think Trevor Lawrence is way better than Joe
0: No, oh, no, not. no, 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 no. That's, that's not a fair uh, Thanks for saving it. me, bro. Yeah, yeah, Usually yeah, on, I'm on an island. Yeah, no, no. No, no, I no, mean, it's, no because it's, exactly we're going off saying. potential. <laughs> we're going off of also what the, what you've been handed from an organizational standpoint. Yes. I know the Cincinnati Bengals were a terrible franchise, but you also had a lot of fucking talent there. Okay? And a defense that has consistently been overperforming. What has Trevor Lawrence been given? What has Trevor Lawrence had besides this year where Christian Kirk
1: was Doug his wide receiver one a Super Bowl winning year? One head coach? year. I, I, on, I agree bro. with you. That helps a ton.
2: And his from a potential well, standpoint, he had, to, he had to overcome the lack of development he had his rookie year to yeah. still become and Combrough live up to the prospect that he year. was.
0: So
2: I'm, I'm not trying Lawrence to t- I, Go ahead. T- Trevor Lawrence entering the NFL, the greatest quarterback prospect we've seen. He goes in. It's his rookie season. He has the most incompetent head coach maybe yeah, we've terrible. ever seen, Urban My- Urban Meyer there. Uh, obviously, all the inefficiencies that they had there, they won a, what, a game uh-huh. his rookie year. So we've seen situations like that completely ruin quarterbacks, completely full quarterback. like They literally will be washed out the league in a couple years because of a situation like that. Trevor Lawrence, they get him an actual competent head coach, Doug Peterson, with some experience and, and Super Bowl experience at that. And he flips the switch. We saw him make one have one of the greatest uh comebacks in the playoffs that we've seen yeah. in recent time against one of the other quarterbacks that's in that's in this question, Herb right? Justin Herbert. So yeah. Trevor Lawrence, I think, is that dude. And and I think it just really comes down to what Adam said. Joe Burrow has had more. So yes, he's had more success, but I'd like to see Trevor Lawrence with the same setup that Joe Burrow has. Mm. And I he's think got a Trevor Lawrence one right now. And I mm. think it's it's not. Just, Jamar Chase is much better than anything Trevor Lawrence has to do. Trevor Lawrence is a really good running back, but again, overall unit, the Bengals are better. And that's debatable. And uh, yeah, I just think Trevor Lawrence like what he brings to the table and what he's done with the Jags, I think he could do more with with any franchise than Joe Burrow. Can. Also to clarify, I'm not sitting here trying to like discredit and shit on Joe Burrow. It's not like
0: I love that we're all saying no to Justin Herbert.
1: Yeah, that's an easy.
0: You're not a winner. You're a stats guy. I'm I'm all for it. Um, You're the social media quarterback, as we know. But I agree with you on Jalen Hurts. I'm not from a rushing standpoint. The reason I probably give the edge to Trevor Lawrence is rushing upside, though. Like, I know that he's a better rusher and could scramble better than Joe Burrow. Sure. But, yeah, I'm probably going to give it to, to Trevor Lawrence just to be a contrarian. But I don't know. Is that what contrarian means, unpopular opinion? Contrarian means you're going against the group. You're going. Right. we well, like two opinion. and two. So, right. You're yeah. going against the
2: popular opinion.
0: Well, the popular opinion would be Joe Burrow across Prob- across. Probably. Yeah. But Man,
2: Trevor is so good. Yeah, he is. Let's let's see, let's see another. I'm excited
0: to see this year. They got Calvin Ridley really now. You have yeah. Christian Kerr, Travis Etienne, shitty Evan, offensive Evan lines Ingram for both all of them. Evan Ingram's awesome. but Evan look, Ingram's one, always look, had the talent. The one
2: talent. thing about Joe Burrow, and and again, you can't take it really away from him or use it against him because he's like one, right? He made this Super Bowl his first year, but he hasn't had any type of extraordinary stats in the playoffs. He hasn't. A lot of one touchdown, two touchdown game, a buck 50, 200 yard games where they're winning. But again, like we talked about his fourth quarter touchdowns, like none. Uh, go ahead, touchdowns or whatever it was in, in his first couple years in like eight playoff games compared to other quarterbacks like Mahomes, who's had 10 or guys like in the past like Peyton Manning, who's had like seven or eight. So, we're obviously comparing him to very lofty status with those guys, but Trevor Lawrence I mean, is also capable of I being mean, comparing if, to those guys.
1: If we're going to bring up his playoff stats, though, then I can bring up Trevor Lawrence throwing four picks in the first half. Of that
2: and will his team
1: back? though. Yeah, but he still threw four picks. You're just talking straight up on and the stat won. sheet. And one. Okay, Joe Burrow did all that and
2: won too. Well, he didn't do all that. He won, but he did do all that. That's the point. I'm so saying, I he, think he tr- did. I think Trevor Lawrence with that team I'm would win with better him. stats. No, I get what you're trying to
0: say. I, I, uh, you could take Joe Burrow. Kevin, you can take Joe Burrow. We can take Trevor Lawrence. Ain't nobody fucking picking Justin (laughs) Herbert. What about (laughs) Jalen Hurts? Or Jalen Hurts. Nah, just because as, I mean.
2: I think think Herbert's dealing with an incompetent franchise. And if he was with a better franchise, he would be right up there with those two guys.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I feel strongly about my Jalen Hurts thoughts, too, in terms of like he was great in, from an MVP standpoint, but the rushing upside is what kept him in the MVP, not his passing ability. Yeah, he, at the end of the day, we know this is a league.
1: perfect situation.
0: Yeah. All right. We got, we got one specific to you, uh, Kevin, but uh, let's go around and build an offense of all Ohio State players because Ohio State's had some crazy talent and they can compete with anyone in college. Um, but I'm curious to you know, if we were building a fantasy team of Ohio State players all time, what would that look like? I know a oh, fantasy team. On the spot, on so the we'll spot. Do, okay. We'll do quarterback, we'll do two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, and a flex, I guess. Or okay, we are, we of, like curr- are we
3: talking like current... We're talking all-time, so like all I can take time. Them in the... All-time. That's tough. Okay. Um, I don't even fucking know that far. Quarterback, I'm going to go Fields just because of the rushing ability. I think it was kind nice. of a hack this past year in fantasy. Yeah, so I'll go Fields at quarterback. Um, Running back... This can be in their prime, like
1: obviously. Not
3: yeah, know. let's go, let's go Zeke Elliott. Let's go Zeke Elliott. To, have have to do that. He's gotta be one of the two. Yeah. Um, let's well, think Carlos of the other Hyde's running available. backs here. Carlos <laughs> Hyde, was, huh? there's JK JK Dobbins if he's JP's healthy. Better, yeah. Was it wasn't um, Eddie George a buckeye? Yeah he was. He was a buckeye. You say Eddie George? Yeah, he yeah. was a buckeye. Might why go with Eddie George then? Eddie George. It's gotta be Zeke and Eddie. Yeah. Got the to. thing is, that's that's like pre fantasy time for me. Like I don't even know, like Eddie George. I wasn't like tracking his fantasy stats back like then. But if you just look at his, yeah, his like yards he was a, and his touchdowns, like he he has to be yeah, one of our two. A stud.
2: Yeah. Was he a Heisman winner? I think he was. Wasn't he Eddie yeah. George? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep.
3: so. Yep. He might have been. Okay. Back then. to back Heisman winner.
2: Yeah, I think so. Receivers.
3: Damn wide receiver,
2: receiver
3: use. Receivers are good. I think Ohio State's wide receiver used, So this is tough. Yes, um, sir. It is, it, Okay. okay, Michael Thomas, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna do it.
2: You have to. There's another one. There's too many
3: balls. There's, he's a little older,
1: the, but there's one that, a little older. I'm gonna wait to see if you say it. Yeah, Ted Ginn. Who?
3: Stop. You said Ted Ginn? Oh, <laughs> yeah, Ted not, Ginn. Oh, <laughs> nah. man, who's the older guy? Dang, Jack, you're throwing me off here. I'm trying to think who the older guy is that I should. I looked it up yesterday,
1: honestly, because I was curious, so that's not that I knew it off the dome.
3: I think you should tell me.
0: Chris Carter, Chris Carter.
3: Chris, oh, you gotta go, Chris Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Carter, Hofer. Yeah, Chris Carter. Chris Carter, Michael Thomas. I think fantasy wise, it's disgusting. Insane numbers. I'm excited to see Michael Thomas this year. I I really curious to see what he does with Carr, and like hopefully with him being I hope healthy. He's healthy, if he can stay on the field. I don't know. Yeah,
2: um, yeah I'll be yeah. curious.
3: I want to see if he can go back, and get back to his old self. Um, yeah, I'm a big MT fan. And then tight end. I don't even know Ooh, who Buckeye tight ends not as. I couldn't tell you, bro. I couldn't I even tell you. I'm top going through to a
0: list trying to see. All right, we should we nix the tight end?
2: Nix the tight end. Give us another flex. There should probably be a receiver. Has there been any good ones?
0: Not on this nix top the Nix the tight list. end and give you another oh, flex. Oh, Wes Fessler. Okay. Nice. Oh Wes Fessler, 1928
3: to
2: 1930. <laughs> he was a star. Oh my okay. god. I've heard a lot of that in his Ohio State career.
3: <laughs> yeah, any yes, other Buckeye tight ends? Fans. Um Buckeye tight ends have not been good. Like Nick Van, Nett, Mike Vrabel.
2: Um, oh yeah, what? yeah,
3: sure, Mike Vrabel. But he was he's a, he he was a tight end.
2: Well, he, he could play a little tight end, yeah. It
3: says he played
2: he
1: played D line. It says famous Ohio State tight ends. If Mike Vrabel shows up, I don't <laughs> he know. He maybe had like a
0: I was snap. like I thought he was a lineman, but it he, wouldn't shock me if they, he had like a snap or something. He could have scored. All right, I don't know
3: about the tight end. I would love if I could like pick though a guy that I would just love to put out there at tight end, not necessarily for fantasy purposes, just for fun though. I'd want to see Terrell Pryor at tight end. Throw him out there. Woo! My boy, Terrell Pryor. Throw him out. I think – I still think Terrell Pryor is a, like a what could have been because I yeah. – uh, If yeah. he just started his career Gapley. as a receiver. No. Oh
2: no, if he would have stayed at quarterback would've been drafted in today's league. Raider legend Terrell He'd Pryor. be a top five quarterback. Wait, so
0: Raider who legend at-
3: Terrell Pryor. Yeah. Like, who,
0: who are you putting at your flex? Flex?
3: Terry? Um, uh, might have to go with one of the young receivers, honestly. I'm going to go Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. nice. Over Terry? Scary
3: Terry. Over Terry? Terry? I, I like Terry too, but um, I think Not with Sam for this Allen. next year, Garrett Wilson's trending in the right direction, especially against yeah. Rodgers. So yeah, second year, Garrett
1: Wilson's going to be crazy. Yeah, that was
0: all right. That team uh, probably going to lose in the, in the fantasy Super Bowl, you know, because that's what happens. You have a great team on paper, and then you end up losing. That's Something true.
1: What happens to you a lot?
0: Yeah, that's what happened to me last year. All right, um, <laughs> I want to move into some uh, some you know things where we could talk about your hottest takes, your your quarterbacks, you know your top five guys, and, and kind of get a a taste of uh, what your rankings look like. So um, I think we moved past the hottest takes because we've had a couple hot takes from yes. C.J. Stroud over Bryce Young and whatnot. Um, <laughs> but what do your top five quarterbacks look like right now in the NFL?
1: Mm.
3: Yeah, top five. They have actually switched around a little bit from this past year. Um, I'm going to start off with my number one just because I think it's the easiest. I would like to hope you guys would agree, but Patrick Mahomes is my number one. Two, um, oh, yeah. This year confirmed that for sure. Um, yeah. That guy is just the best He's quarterback stupid. in the league. Will go down as arguably yeah. the best of all time. Um, my two flipped this year. Um, because of the divisional round win, I moved Joe Burrow up to my number two. So Joe Burrow is my number so two. Far. I Something about just winning the playoffs, um, his demeanor, and the way his teammates rally around him. Um, I feel like the teammates just all believe in him and the way that um, he leads. So uh, he's got everything I want in a quarterback. So Joe Burrow is going to be my two. Um, Josh Allen is three. So that's where it flip flop for me. Um, Josh Allen, on paper, I look at him and the way he plays, and I'm like, he's a freak. So it's like felt weird moving him down. But um, as you guys says, I do care about wins and playoff, and I do yeah. care about. Josh Allen has kind of disappointed me when it comes to his success mm-hmm. in the yeah, postseason totally so far, new. especially his past year. I had high expectations.
2: Yeah, um, everyone
3: did. This is where it starts getting a little weird in my rankings. This is where like people my start God. debating things. Um, I did put Jalen Hurts at my four. I I moved Jalen Hurts all the way up to four. I get. I I know he has a great roster around him, and it's a really good system for him. So he's set up to succeed. Um, but seeing him play through this year, he's a winner. He's is, he is similar to Joe Burrow, has all the qualities you want and you're starting in your starting quarterback and to be one of those elite guys. Um, so I really like Jalen Hurts. So I'm gonna put him at four. And then five, um, I threw Lamar Jackson in there. And this is a kind of a yeah. controversial one because of the, of the playoff success and availability in December the past few years. Um, But I felt like the fear factor on the defensive side playing as Lamar Jackson was enough to me to to keep him in the top five. Uh Uh, But this is where I start like really splitting hairs to these guys. Like some of my honorable mentions, like I still think Aaron Rodgers has has the ability to be a top five quarterback. Um, Even just one year removed from his back-to-back MVPs, it's hard to move him out of there. Um, Trevor Lawrence, we talked about earlier, Felipe's guy, Trevor Lawrence. Um, Uh He's definitely honorable mention. And then Herbert as well, but. I'm I'm lower on Herbert, so Herbert on the back end of those honorable mentions. Where,
1: just curious, where does uh, where does Dak Prescott rank for
3: you in your in your oh well? List? I don't want to upset Felipe here, but he's outside my top ten, so I uh, oh, woo, oh I know look at this, look at the grin. Wait, why? Yeah, woo. why? I I think he's been in a great situation for for so long, he has. and has he? I know he has. I, I still I still think yeah I think I think he's had the offense to, to do it. Now I get it. Like there's been there's been he hasn't had the best defense and he, all the time. And he hasn't had every weapon you could ask for um, guys have been hurt. So, um, and he's been hurt himself too. So uh, I don't have like an extremely hot take on Dak. I would actually be more curious to hear Felipe's thoughts on this just because yeah, Dak's somebody <laughs> I, that the whole nobody can figure out Dak Prescott. That's yeah, what yeah. I seem to find.
2: Well, we've talked about it a lot, uh, so I don't even need to dive in too much, but I'll just address him, not um, him having the weapons. Uh, and not perform. And last year he had the thirty second his receivers oh, were thirty yeah, second yeah. in wide receiver separation. Nice you pulled that one up, out and his, all up, the time, and his offensive line was thirty first in pass block win rate. So nice. really? he actually yeah so, advanced so,
1: analytics baby. Yeah so, The hey. one time you bring out
2: advanced analytics it's a fantastic. So that's all I'm just like listening. I, I no I understand. I I, I, I think the Dak Prescott criticism is valid to a large extent um and he's had weapons in the past and they haven't won as much as they should i think he's organizational more than Dak. that's why i like yeah. i still have him in the top 10 but as long as
1: jerry's alive
0: you know i haven't shit. been able to be here when uh, when dak gets slandered but i don't think i, I actually don't think that dak slander is fair because at the end of the day we talk about josh allen he's put up insane numbers but josh allen doesn't win in the playoffs Obviously, Dak, when they get there, they fucking shit the bed. A lot of people use the wins as a a thing that's against him. But then we talk about what Dak Prescott was doing before he fucked up his hand. But then we talk about what Dak Prescott was – or we don't talk about what Dak Prescott was doing before he shattered his entire ankle. So when he's on pace to have these video game numbers and put up MVP-like numbers, then – we just forget about it. So Dak Prescott, in two years, was on pace to put up these absurd numbers—the same type of numbers that Dak or Joe Burrow or any one of these guys would. But then he gets hurt, and people forget about it. And so when they look at the over the overarching sample size, and they just pick out ints, they're like, "That's why he's not elite, or they can't yeah. win in the playoffs." So I don't think Dak Prescott criticism is fair, but it, it
2: comes with it comes with the territory being yeah, the quarterback of America's team.
0: So.
3: I
1: started the whole thing. Well, That's a. But, you know.
3: Yeah. I was just thinking about that. The same thing you just said, but he gets a sense of pressure. That's so much higher than all the than other quarterbacks else. in the league, yeah. being the quarterback of the Cowboys. Yeah. And we really, I think I even personally suffer from this. I suffer from the narrative of being like, Oh, Zach Barton on the offensive line. So I just assume it's really good. And yeah. then it's kind of like, Oh, the best running back tandem in the league. you got Zeke, who's an amazing blocker and Pollard, who's one of the most underrated guys. And then you get right. to the like, Wait, CeeDee Lamb, and then Michael Gallup. He's kind of he's kind of underrated. So I think I kind of suffer a little bit from the narrative of feeling like his his supporting cast might be better than it is.
2: Hey, we that that's all we do on this podcast. is go off of these uh, take. Like we'll have a deep dive on like the Miami Dolphins after watching like three snaps a game. So yeah, it's it's, it's completely
0: valid it's actually the first time i ever heard you say something like that I mean, yeah you like, think i'm watching the dolphins no but Fuck no no but, <laughs> no but you shit on the we, we when we talked about it, like last week you shit on the fucking dolphins but without fucking knowing about everything of course i'll shit on based off of a box
1: score without watching a snap <laughs> i don't care <laughs> all
0: but, right well, we're gonna we're gonna begin wrapping up but before we uh start wrapping it up i want to know who's like the most overrated or underrated team in the nfl heading into the 2023 season Overrated
3: and underrated team. Um, I'm trying to think. Let me think about this. I overrated every year. I think the Chargers get overrated, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that one out there. Um, just every year they just get a lot of hype, and everyone thinks they're gonna win the like challenge the Chiefs in the AFC West. So I'm gonna say overrated there, and then. I'm actually going to stick in the same yep, I know division, underrated. I'm actually going to go Denver Broncos, underrated yep, for next yep, year. Yep. Um, I think we can't sleep on Sean Payton. Um, I think we can't, and especially because people are going to go into the year having a lot of thoughts on what Russell Wilson was this past year and just how bad he was and the media he got. Um, where I think if Sean Payton's able to turn them around, it's going to be a really big flip from the narrative of what people think about Russell Wilson. So I'm going to actually go overrated Chargers, underrated Broncos. I like it's that. I like that. I like that, oh,
0: okay. I like that a lot. I do really super- Yep, yep. And now, last but not least, who's your early Super Bowl pick for this year? And then what, what do you think that matchup's going to look like? Go who's on. beating
3: who? I, right now, I, I'm not... Again, it's early. It's early. I'm going to go with a rematch. I'm going to go with the rematch. Um, I'm going to go Chiefs-Eagles oh, rematch, but Ooh, I think Eagles boring. take it next year. I think oh, Eagles wow. take it. And I know it's really... I think that's a hot take, honestly, because losing the coordinators... Um, is like a big deal, like that's a big deal. Um, but I, I think the Eagles right now are my pick. I'm very open to changing this as the, as the offseason comes of around and I see the draft. Because now, I'll, if the Eagles draft Bijan Robinson, I'm going to be even higher on the Eagles winning it because yeah. Bijan Robinson's a guy where if he gets drafted on a team, I want to see Bijan Robinson get drafted onto a team that uh, can right. actually be a good surrounding cast for him, not be a great running back on a horrible team that you just waste yep. for four years. Um, yeah. So I'm going to say the Eagles for right now. I think they play the Chiefs. Chiefs have given me no reason to doubt them to going back to the Super Bowl. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with to them. It, and I'm going to go Eagles, but if the Niners can... I want the Niners to trade away Trey Lance personally, and I want them to stick with Brock Purdy and like not have the drama. Darnold's your two, Purdy's your one. Just pick a guy. So I think Niners-Eagles, though... Could be, could be the two. And I'm going to say Eagles win. Eagles win Super Bowl.
1: Woo! I I'm, mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not about it because I'm a Niners fan. But, you know, at least you mentioned the name.
2: Yeah. He did. He, he mentioned did. The oh, team showed cool you some me. love,
1: gave you some flowers.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, this was, uh, this was a hell of an episode. We got a lot of hot takes in there. We got a lot of uh, – I think uh, we started the episode you know, with a conversation around you wanted to give more of your opinionated takes on the NFL. And I think we very much got that this episode. So this was awesome. Kevin, where could everyone find you um, if they're looking for your socials?
3: Yeah, you guys can find me on all socials um, at Kevin Walsh, but no I K E V N Walsh. Um, definitely check it out. I'm trying to grow the community and just want to share more thoughts around the NFL with everybody. And um, I love talking football. So comment on my stuff. I'll respond. It'll be we'll have some good conversation. DM me all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, Kevin Walsh. Hell oh, yeah! Awesome.
0: Fuck yeah! All right. Sweet well, man. It's been yeah, fun this, having you on. Yeah, yeah, yeah appreciate seriously. you.
3: Yeah, thank you, guys. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, of course. And if you're looking for any betting advice, any any betting analysis, make sure to head over to thegameday.com. You're going to find everything, including promos. So um, just remember, we'll see you on Friday.
1: Bye. Bye. Hey, go Raiders,
3: baby, huh? (laughs) Go Raiders. Raider Nation all day.
1: (laughs) Just win, baby. (laughs) The Caps Off Podcast is brought to you by The Game Day. Starring Adam Tabachnik, Felipe Fontes, Jack Parodi, and Matan Mann. Producers Ben Wolfen and Matan Mann. Don't forget to check out our social at CapsOffPod on Instagram and at CapsOffPodcast on TikTok. And go to thegameday.com for all the best sportsbook offers.